It's been a while since I recorded an episode, which, given the amount of time I've had to myself lately, is a little bit strange. So, in this episode, what have I been up to? How have I remained positive? And how you can stay positive too? Hi, I'm Julian, and welcome to another episode from Productivity Matters. This show is all about getting the best out of your day through the better use of productivity tools and discussing the various methods you can use to incorporate into your daily routines. If you're new here, then welcome. And if you've listened before, then welcome back. Let's go all the way back to March the 6th, 2020. This was the last day that we were in the office before we started working at home. This was exactly two weeks before the UK government announced a national lockdown due to COVID-19. We were all prepared for working remotely, but it's still strange to be sitting on your own, looking out over the street or the garden outside your house. There was work to do, but for me in particular, the project I had been working on was being mothballed. Yep, it was being shut down, and so work started to dry up. I had bits and pieces to do, and I managed to get a couple of small projects delivered, but eventually I was told that I was being furloughed. This didn't come as a complete surprise, but it still took some getting used to. So, since the start of May, I was being paid to stay in the house and not do any work. What to do? How could I keep myself busy? My main concern was mental well-being. Getting up for work was the catalyst for the day. Now there was no urgent need to jump out of bed. Sure, I could do more housework, and I have been doing that, but what else could fill the time? Karen, my wife, was also furloughed, so together we went for daily walks. Remember, the weather was gorgeous back then, and I was still running the cub pack and doing weekly meetings via Zoom. The kids love them. I was even given a box of chocolates and a thank you by one of the cubs as a lockdown hero. We bought the obligatory jigsaw, which was fun to start with, but I have to admit concentration waned, and at times I really couldn't be bothered to do anything. Stuck at home, nowhere to go, and little human interaction. I remembered about a project I wanted to do regarding a small book about my great-grandfather. This was perfect. Years ago, I'd scanned the book. It's called Diary of a Cabinet Maker, and so I had an electronic copy. I went through it, researched specific periods of the time to embellish the story and to add some context as to what was happening at the time. I split the book into episodes and I wrote scripts. I found music and sound effects that I could use to bring the story to life. I created a website using WordPress where I could also publish the script along with images and photos. This was fabulous. I immersed myself in the project. I spoke to my cousins and we collaborated on information. Old photos were found and shared. It was really quite exciting. In total, there were seven episodes, which I recorded in batches, editing them as I went. Over the course of the seven weeks, I promoted the episodes using Canva to create the artwork. As they were published, I promoted them on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, as well as to the family at large. They were very well received, and not just by my mum and dad, who always tell me I should be on the radio. The last episode was released on the 28th of June, and following that excitement, things once again went a little bit flat. 
Around the same time, I received the call. I was being made redundant, and my short time with the company was over. Job searching resumed. Actually, whilst I applied for three roles, it was the first one that I contacted where I was successful, so it was a little agonising, but I was very lucky to secure a new job so quickly. These days, with announcements of redundancies making the news all over the place, the market is saturated with candidates. It's a tough time for everyone. Even those in work have no idea how safe their jobs are. Now, back to keeping busy. I remembered that gathering dust in the garage was my bike, a mountain bike. I bought it from Halfords. It must be about ten years ago. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up. I only used it about once a year when I went cycling with the cubs. Not exactly what you'd call a seasoned cyclist. But, I thought to myself, this is an ideal opportunity to get some exercise and some fresh air. Cue a montage of me giving the bike the once-over. Check the brakes. Check the tyres. Check the saddle. Clean the bike. Check the helmet. And away I went for a short installation-style ride. All appeared to be okay, although the gears were, and they still are, a little ropey, slipping and making a really nasty grinding noise. Not to be put off, I persevered and got into a routine of going out every day. I prefer to ride early morning, before there's a lot of traffic, which is ironic, because I chose the time as lockdown was easing to start going out, so the number of cars on the road had increased. I took my bike to be checked over, just to be happy that it is actually roadworthy. Still, the gears are a cause for concern. I did change the inner tube of one of the kids' bikes, so I know how to do that, and I've replaced brake pads too. I need to have a go at re-indexing the gears. I've watched a number of YouTube videos about that, so I just need to get stuck in. I've enjoyed my rides, all local. I haven't ventured far. I did manage an accidental 12-mile ride. It should have been 8 miles, but I took a wrong turn and ended up down the muddiest track and even had to carry the bike over a stile. That should have been a warning. I have a pair of cycling gloves, which help protect my hands, and I recently splashed out on a pair of cycling shorts. Yeah, the Lycra. Ooh. I enjoy the rides and actually miss it when I don't go. Mentally, my health hasn't been bad. I've remained upbeat, kept myself busy, and the house has never been so clean. So, what advice can I give to you based on my experience? It's strange. It's not a unique experience. In 2020, we have all, each and every one of us, been affected by this deadly virus. We have all done what we can to adjust to the change to our lives. It would be easy to just stay in bed and let the days roll by with nothing to show for it, but I believe the majority have got stuck in to make a difference. Businesses have had to change, to find other ways to survive. Charities are fighting for every penny to continue to support their causes. Schools have had to adapt their teaching styles. Individuals have helped to support those less fortunate. We have come together as a nation, as a world nation, to support each other, and it's been incredible. The children have been saying that they are living through an historical event, and indeed they are. This is an event that has changed the way we live, work and learn. We have become more connected to each other through the shared emotions of this tragedy. So, I can't give you any advice. I'm not qualified to do so. 
All I can tell you is that there are neighbours, friends and family, and organisations who will all understand what you're feeling. So talk to them. Talk to each other. Support each other. And just know that you are not alone in your feelings. That's all for this episode. Hopefully you found something interesting. And if you have any comments, then I'd love to hear from you. Just message me via the link in the show notes. Please don't forget to subscribe where you normally listen to your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, please remember, productivity matters. Productivity matters.